the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Y'all ready for the word? You guys excited? Y'all pumped up? I am so excited for the word tonight. I am so pumped up. You want to know why? Because the word is coming for me. Let me tell you, the word be coming for me. I'm in the word. I'm prepping. I'm studying. And let me tell you, the word is coming for me. Why? Because the word is alive. How many of y'all believe the word is alive? The word is alive. We get into the word and it comes alive in us. It comes alive in us. When we start applying the word, it comes alive in our life. Amen? Amen. So I'm pumped. I'm excited because let me tell you, faith is. Look at your neighbor and say, faith is. Y'all ready? You ain't ready for this. Y'all ain't ready. Come on. Faith is rest. Woo! Let me tell you, that came for me. That came for me because I want to say, faith is a fight. Let's go. I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. I wake up ready to fight. You know, sometimes random thoughts in me just want to hit somebody. I get excited. And then I ask people, do you know, do you ever just want to slap somebody? Do you ever just want to roar? And people say no. So then I say, me neither. I don't think thoughts like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when the boys be working out. And, man, they're all pumped up. I just want to soak them in a muscle like, bam. And then I say, don't do that. Calm down. Right? So, like, let's go. I'm ready for the word. Faith is a fight. 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 And God's like, faith is rest. And let me tell you something we all come in to know, okay? We all come in to know we have strengths, we got some weaknesses, and let me tell you, faith is rest. Rest is trust, and trust is belief. Anybody got trust issues, right? We need to let it go because faith is rest. Rest is trust. Trust is belief. Belief is hope. Hope is confidence. Confidence is assurance. Assurance is substance. And substance is tangible because faith is tangible. Faith is substance. Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is the assurance the title deed, the confirmation. Come on, anybody need a confirmation? Because faith is rest. There's our confirmation to be resting, not from exhaustion, but we're resting in completion, that the work is completed, that it is finished, that it is so. Come on, faith is assurance. Confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Woo-wee! Let's go. How many are ready for your new creation self to be your reality? What God says about you is your reality. Come on. We are about to 
not explode your mind, but renew your mind. Renew your mind to who you are. And faith is the assurance, the assurance that I am who God says I am. I am more than a conqueror. I am in Christ Jesus. I am an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I am, you are, we are in Christ. Faith is resting and believing that as our reality, not believing your past as your true reality, not believing just what you can see as your true reality, not believing everything that you can feel as your true reality, not believing your truth as your true reality, right? No, we're believing as fact what God says about us. How many already? Let's go. Faith is manifesting heaven on earth. How about you ready to start manifesting? We just manifesting a mess, right? We just manifesting what we believe. We're just manifesting what we speak. And we're about to believe and speak the word. Believe and speak what God says about us. Believe and speak what God says about our health. Believe and speak what God says about our value. Believe and speak what God says about our finances. Believe and speak what God says, come on, about our children, about our generation, about our nation. We're going to believe and speak the word of God. Faith is manifesting heaven on earth. Faith is manifesting what has already been provided for us at the cross. We're going to manifest this thing. What Jesus paid at the cross, he already redeemed us. We're going to manifest this thing, right? Faith is manifesting the kingdom of God, which lives in us, inside of us, dwells in us. How many are ready to manifest that on the outside of us, right? We're going to manifest that thing. Faith is manifesting. Faith is us responding to God. Us. Jesus says, it is finished. We need to respond to the finished work. Faith is us responding to God's way of doing things. God has a way of doing things. This is the way, right? Faith is us responding to God's kingdom. Faith is us responding to God's provision. How many know God is more than enough? How many know you can trust God? He is your provider. He is your source. He is your Abba. He is your Father. He is your protector. Faith is us responding to God's word. Faith is us responding to God's precious promises. God has provided us with everything that we will ever need. Faith is us responding to those promises. Promises. Faith is us entering in. Y'all ready to enter in? Come on, let's enter in to God's best. Faith is us entering in to God's all-inclusive. Everything is included. Yes, it's already been provided for. Everything is included. Ah, <sighs> You know how incredible that is? When we barely just start to peek open the door and realize Faith has already, God has already provided. Faith is me receiving what God has already provided, right? He's already provided the abundant life, the above and beyond, the beyond, beyond. I mean, we're just barely making it. 
And we're supposed to be experiencing the beyond, beyond good life. We're supposed to be experiencing the beyond, beyond abundant life. We're supposed to be experiencing beyond, beyond, right? Beyond, beyond. Let's go to infinity and beyond. We're like, I just need help with rent. I just need help with this messy people that are surrounding me. I just need help with my health. No, let's go beyond. Let's see beyond, right? Let's get beyond. Faith is us responding. And this is why we have to continually come to know. Continually come to know. Forever we're a student. I don't care how long you've been here, how old you are, how young you are. Forever we'll be a student of the word of God. Forever we'll be a student of the kingdom of God, right? This is why we got to continually come to know, come to know, come to know what God has already provided. This is why we got to continually come to know what the finished work at the cross has already provided. Jesus paid for everything at the cross. He redeemed us. We've got nothing to fear. We don't need to fear lack. We don't need to fear judgment. We don't need to walk in shame. We need to walk in confidence, right? We need to walk by faith and not by sight. This is why we've continually got to come to know what the word of God has already provided for us already provided for us, right? This is the process of renewing our mind, renewing our mind to God's good, well-pleasing, right? Well-pleasing and perfect will for our lives. We got to make the great exchange, our way of doing things with God's way of doing things, our will for God's will, right? The systems, this government for God's government, God's kingdom, God's way, renewing our mind, renewing our mind, renewing our mind to the word of God. God's good will for every one of us is to be conformed into the image of his son. We're supposed to be walking around just like Jesus, talking just like Jesus, taking authority just like Jesus. Jesus was taking authority over the storms. Jesus was taking authority over, over, uh, over, um, demons, and he was just taking authority. Man, somebody says, ooh, if, any, if anybody said, oh, there's a demon, you want to know what y'all will do? Run. Y'all start running. Y'all start throwing the Bible. Y'all start doing Hail Marys, you know, everything, whatever, you know, you start praying the rosary. Why? Because that's what you've seen in movies. That's what you've seen in Hollywood. You know, you're just going to do the cross, do the cross. No, you stand on the word. You take authority. You walk in dominion. You walk in power just like Jesus, right? We, this is who we are. <sighs> I told you I was pumped up. Told you I was excited, right? Right, because this is what we need. We need the word of God alive in our lives. Anybody? You need the word of God. You need the kingdom of God. You need these principles to start, tap, to start tapping into your true potential and fulfilling your true purpose here on this earth. God's called us to be ambassadors of his kingdom. Yeah, we know nothing about it. Let's go. Let's go, right? We need to understand God's good and perfect will. And that only happens by us renewing our mind to the word of God, changing the way we think, being conformed to the image of Christ, to be molded and to be shaped into the image of the Son by renewing our way of thinking. 
We think like Jesus. We act like Jesus. We take authority just like Jesus. We fear nothing just like Jesus. That's who we are, walking in that, by renewing our way of living. People just existing here on this earth to go to work, to pay the bills, to make some babies, and they do the same. Go to work, pay the bills, make some more babies, and go to work and pay the bills. Tell me there's more. Come on, tell me there's more. We've got a purpose by renewing our way of just existing here on this earth. We are called to be leaders and creators. How many are ready to tap into your true potential? Being a leader, being a creator, representing the king of kings as ambassadors for Christ, representing the kingdom of God and his way of doing things and his government and his standard and his authority and his dominion and his power and his glory. And people are like, what do you got? They've been with Jesus. They've been with Jesus. That's what they said about those disciples, right? They were just fishers of men, tax collectors. They've been with Jesus. Why? Because they were walking in power. They were walking in authority. They were walking in faith. They were walking in confidence. They were walking in assurance. They were walking in rest. That it wasn't them, that it was God in them. It was God in them. It was the power in them, right? Living this victorious life. How many are ready to live victorious? Not in fear, not in failure, not repeating history, just repeating the same mistakes over and over. No, we're going to live victorious lives representing Jesus Christ, representing the finished work, right? This is how. How are we going to do this? If we renew our mind to the word, if we renew our way of thinking, and, or if we don't renew our mind, we stay in the dark. We stay ignorant. When you walk in the light, you know where you're going. You know your purpose. You've got wisdom. You've got discernment. You've got understanding. You know what to do. You know what to say because you're led by the Spirit of God. Or we can stay unrenewed and we can walk in the dark, stay in the dark, stay willfully ignorant of God's way of doing things. Not us. No, we're not willfully going to be ignorant any longer, right? No, we're going to get an understanding of the word. We should not be living defeated lives, just like the world, with no hope. You know, seriously, how many of you are ready to go to jail to be a Christian and there's no evidence to convict you? You're just as sick as the world, as desperate as the world, as lost as the world, as thirsty as the world, right? With no vision, no purpose, no faith, not us. <laughs> but can you see the church at large? Just as lost. We're going through the pandemic. We're going through this. And people are like, ah! <laughs> what do you believe? We believe the word, right? We believe the word. As born again believers, we've been given the measure of faith. We don't got to beg God for faith. Please, God, please, if I could just have enough faith to heal my body. If I could just have enough faith to, to save my brother or save my sister or save my child. Please, if I could just have enough faith so that I could pay the rent. If I could just have enough faith so that I could save my family, right? That's the wrong perspective. That's not kingdom thinking. And we're wondering why we are not having victory because we ask in a miss. We don't understand. 
We do not have to beg God for faith. We do not have a lack of faith problem. You just need faith as a mustard seed. You, we don't have a lack of faith problem. You know what we got a lack of? We got a lack of use. <laughs> we ain't using it, right? We ain't using it. We come to church. We hear the word. But let me tell you, if you don't use it, you lose it. You're not going from, from level to level. Leveling up is conquering where you at going to the next level, right? Have you already to conquer where you at? But first, you got to get an uh, understanding of where you at, <laughs> Like, be honest with yourself. This is where I'm at. And God will meet you there and take you to the next level, right? We don't have a lack of faith problem. We've got a lack of use. And we've got a lack of understanding. We've got a lack of understanding of faith. We have the faith of God in us and available to us. We just got to renew our mind to the word and grow from faith to faith. We got we to gotta, we gotta level up, guys, going from faith to faith. Paul said in Romans 1.16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Come on, I'm not ashamed of the good news. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the completed work of the cross. I'm not ashamed of his precious promises. I'm not ashamed of his healing power. I'm not ashamed of prospering in all areas of our life. Come on, we're not ashamed of the good news for it is the power of God for salvation from his wrath and punishment. We do not have to pay the wrath and punishment from God because Jesus paid it. Jesus paid it all to everyone who believes in Christ as savior, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in the gospel where are we at? For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. The good news is that we have been restored into right standing with God. Fellowship has been redeemed. Our relationship has been redeemed. We have been redeemed. Both springing from faith and leading to faith. Disclosed in a way that awakens more faith. As it is written and forever remains, the just and upright shall live by faith. A reminder, let's go. Faith is not God responding to us. If I could just have enough faith, you know. Faith is not us getting God to move on our behalf. God, please move. Please move in this generation. God, please move. Please send revival. Send your spirit. He sent Jesus. Revive yourself. Come on. Let's go. Stir that gift. Stir that, that fire. Ignite that fire. Fan the flame. Right? That's our responsibility. Faith is not God responding to us. Faith is not us getting God to move on our behalf. Faith is not us negotiating with God. Anybody negotiated with God before? God, if you do this, I'm going to go to church. God, if you do this, I'm going to be there every Sunday. God, if you could just please do this, I'll give. I'm going to give my tithes. If you could just do this, God, negotiating with, that's not faith. Negotiating with God for our healing, for our poverty, for our lack, for our negative thinking. God, if you could just take this bad habit away. God, if you could just take these negative thoughts away. Renew your mind. Renew your mind to the word. Faith is not us praying enough for God to move on our behalf. 
Faith is not us just praying and praying and praying and praying and praying amiss. Faith is not us coming to church enough, right? You come into church, but the motive is, God, I'm here. God, I'm here, so please move. God, I'm here. I showed up, so please move. Be equipped with the word and move your situation, right? Faith is not us reading the Bible enough. If I could just read enough scriptures, if I could just memorize enough scriptures, you can quote scriptures till you're blue in the face, but you got to believe it. You got to mix it with faith. You got to trust in it. You got to rely on the word, right? Faith is not us being good enough. Let me tell you, only person I know in my life is my little sister Shantae. I knew I was a hellion. I knew I was going straight to hell. I knew I was running up some rebellious stuff, you know? <laughs> but Shantae was obedient. Shantae did exactly what my parents said. Shantae lived in our house, but from another house. We used to tease her that she was adopted. She was just different. My mom said it. She said, yes, mom. My dad said, hey, yes. Shantae just thought, well, I'm good enough. See, my sisters, they're bad. But when we judge ourselves amongst ourselves, you look really good. Why? Because you're not as bad as them. You're not as crazy as them. You're not as loud as them. Let me tell you, you are not good enough. None of us will ever be good enough. So then one day, Shantae realized, I better call on the name of Jesus. <laughs> Right? It was awesome, right? But faith is not us being good enough to get God to move on our behalf. On our own, we can never be good enough. We can never be good enough. We are saved by grace through faith, right? And the good news is to everyone who believes in Christ as Savior, we've been saved from the wrath and punishment of God through the blood of Jesus. We are saved by grace through faith. Paul said in Ephesians 2.8, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation, it's not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserving, gracious gift of God, not as a result of your own works, nor your attempts to keep the law, so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. God already pre-provided from the beginning our Savior. He already pre-provided. He already had the plan. He already had the lamb slain. He already had Jesus set. God already pre-provided from the beginning all that we will ever need. Everything that you need, everything that you will ever need in this earth, on this time, in this life, while you are here, has already been pre-provided for you from the beginning. From the beginning. God created the earth. He already knew exactly what you would need. It's already provided. Jesus went and he restored, he redeemed us right to that beginning state. We've got all that we could ever need, right? God already pre-provided. 
You are pre-qualified for the provision, okay? <laughs> he provided. There's more than enough. Faith is us resting in what God has already provided for us. We are resting. Faith is not us earning salvation. Faith is not us earning healing. Faith is not us earning peace. Faith is not us earning favor with God. Faith has nothing to do with that. That's religion. That's exhausting. Anybody worked so hard for your healing? Please, Lord, please manifest it. I just want it. I deserve it. That's religion. That's exhausting. That's never ending. And let me tell you, that is the enemy's trap to keep you in fear and keep you a slave to religion. Working, 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 working for your healing. Working, working, working for your salvation. Working, working, working for the Lord. I just need to work for the Lord, work for the Lord, work for the Lord. You exhausted is what you are. People are like, man, they, they are desperate. They're just trying to earn and deserve their healing. No thanks. We're going to rest. We are going to rest. We're not going to fall for that trap. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, come to me. All who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. Follow after peace. If it's not providing peace, it's religion. It's works. Jesus said, I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my purpose upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed, quiet for your souls. For my purpose is easy to bear, and my burden is light. It's easy. It's light. If it's hard and it's work, it's religion. That Jesus says, it's easy, it's light. Jesus is saying, come to me. Jesus is telling us, trust me. Jesus is saying, have faith in me. It is finished. You are enough. I already paid the price. Jesus is saying, allow my word. Jesus is telling us, allow my example. Allow my victory to teach you. Not the world's way, not what our parents have taught us, not what we've seen. No, we're going to follow the example of Jesus, right? Jesus says, seek me and you'll recover your life. Seek me and you'll find life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Resting in his promises. Resting that it is finished. Not a rest from exhaustion, but a rest from completion. Because it is finished. We got to walk with Jesus. Jesus is saying, walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn from me the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Jesus is saying, the purpose that I give to you is tailor-made for you. Stop trying to fulfill everybody else's purpose. Stop trying to seek followers and follow Jesus. Stop trying to get on the spotlight and get in the word. 
His purpose is tailor-made for you. Keep, Jesus says, keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly because faith is rest. Faith is rest and rest is trust and trust is belief and belief is hope and hope is confidence. Confidence is assurance. Assurance is substance, and substance is tangible, and faith is tangible. Faith is us responding to God. Faith is us responding to God's way of doing things, God's kingdom, God's provision, God's word, God's precious promises, God's all-inclusive, abundant life, and faith is us defending, defending what God has already provided for us. You are defending what God already provided for you. You're not going to allow the enemy to steal your healing. You're not fighting for healing. You're defending what's yours. You're not fighting for prosperity. You're defending what belongs to you. You're right. You are an heir. Come on. You are not fighting for approval. You are God's beloved. He is well pleased with you. Wake up to who? He see how he sees you, who you are in Christ Jesus. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. He sees you like he sees Jesus. He sees you like he sees the son. Well pleased. This is my son and who I am well pleased. You are his son. You are his daughter. Come on. He's got a purpose for you. Faith is us defending what has already been provided for us. And Jesus is the author. Jesus is the perfecter, and Jesus is the source of our faith. His faith, my faith. His faith, my faith. Hebrews 12.2. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And what do we do? We keep our eyes on the problem. We keep our eyes on the mess. We magnify the problem, and we're supposed to be magnifying the Lord. We're supposed to be magnifying that it is complete. It is finished. We're magnifying. We're resting in the, we're resting in the, in the completed work, right? Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Y'all, we're in a race that's already been won. He began it. He finished it. Right? Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. We've lost sight of where we're headed. And that's when we start to look just like the world. Why? Because they're walking in darkness. And we're supposed to be the light of the world, lighting up the world, not exposing them, but lighting them up, showing them the way, leading the way, being leaders and creators, right? Study how Jesus did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way. The cross, the shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor right alongside God. When you find yourself lagging in your faith, go over the story again. Look to Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Study how he did it. Watch how he did it. See how he took authority. Watch how he walked on this earth. He'd be walking on water. Let's go. We don't need a boat. We don't need jet skis. We just walk on water. Woo. Imagine you're just walking on water like, hey, whale, how's it going? I 
love the ocean and it's exciting, but at the same time, it's so hard to breathe under there. <laughs> you got to come back up. Anyways, whatever. Come on. He's right there in the place of honor alongside God. When you find yourself lagging in faith, go over the story again, item by item. That long account of hostility he plowed through, that will shoot adrenaline into your soul. When you lag in, look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. See how he did it. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the divine exchange at the cross. Keep your eyes on your new identity in Christ Jesus. Keep your eyes on the prize. Take up your shield of faith and defend what already belongs to you. It already belongs to you. Take up your shield of faith, defending what already belongs to you, right? Defend your rest. Defend your peace. Protect your peace. Defend your healing. Defend your joy. And don't allow others to steal your joy, right? Fight to rest. Whew. Fight to rest. Labor to rest. All those moms who've been in labor, labor to rest. Labor to rest. Be diligent to enter into the rest of God. We got to be diligent. Jesus said in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my peace, my perfect peace, calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. What's going to give us courage and strength for every challenge? Peace. You know how you make way better decisions when you've got peace? When you stressed out, you got everything on your plate, what happens? You make worse decisions. You're in a financial mess, and there you are, charge, charge, charge. And what are you doing? Letting your peace be stolen. Let his perfect peace receive it, walk in it. He's given it to us. Don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid, because faith is rest. And rest is trust. So when I'm telling you guys faith is rest, faith is trust. And the one thing we can trust is God. We can trust his word, right? Rest is trust. Trust is believe. We believe in God and we're believing his word. Belief is hope. We're hoping in God and we're hoping in his word. Hope is confidence. We have confidence. We've got assurance. And that becomes substance and tangible because faith is tangible. Faith is not God responding to us. Faith is us responding to everything God has already provided from the beginning. From the beginning, he knew exactly what you would need. He knew exactly when you were going to be born. He knew exactly when you'd be here on this earth. And he is more than enough. He has everything that you need. Can you trust him? Can you rest in his promises? 
Amen. Amen. We're going to trust God. Let's go. He's got great plans and purpose for our life. And his burden, what? It's easy. It's light. And if it's hard, then it's religion. It's religion. We ain't got no time for that, right? We ain't got no, ain't nobody got no time for that for real. We're entering to the kingdom. I love you guys. Hope you guys received something tonight. Have a good night. We'll see you guys all on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.